Claire FM's Beyond Belief with Father Jerry Kenny. Very good evening to you and you're welcome to Beyond Belief on Clare FM on this Sunday the 14th of January. Father Jerry Kelly here in the chair this evening and on our programme, well, we'll be exploring something of the theme of mercy and God's mercy in particular as we have an interview with Professor Jill Goulding who has published a biography of Pope Francis in which she particularly explores this theme of his pontificate. I'll also be taking a look at one of the great musicals from the Rodgers and Hammerstein stable, the musical Carousel, and exploring its themes and music. And of course I'll be chatting with my colleague Stephen Fletcher, who's back in Ireland, as we sit down to have a cup of coffee and chat about things. All of that coming up later, but first some music. Here are The Pretenders and I'll Stand By You.
sitting across from me here in Kilrush this Sunday evening is Stephen Fletcher. Stephen, it's great to have you back. Yeah, good to be back, Jerry. It really is. And we had a very good crossing during the week. And uh, so we're back and uh, it's bright and crisp and very even at the moment, isn't it? It's, it's quite cold, but uh, good to be back. Great. And uh, we're settled into January at this point in time. It's amazing once the schools get back and routine starts happening again, uh, it's very quickly that uh, you get back into gear. And, uh, you know, coming up for us in the uh, next week, uh, starting on the 21st Sunday and all of that following week, we have what a special week that we call Catholic Schools Week, where we celebrate the ethos of the schools that we have under our patronage. And it's a good time. The, the theme this year is about the service that happens in our community, in our schools and in our parishes, uh, in and through the, the work of our schools and that. So that's the feature of what we have. And so that's that's happening, and the schools are getting ready. It's amazing. I'm visiting the schools this week, and you see how quickly back into gear everybody gets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, in the shops. In the shops already, I see hot cross buns, and I see Easter eggs already, Jerry. I mean, Easter's early this year. Of course. It is, of course. Uh, you know, just in a month's time, we'll be celebrating at the beginning of Lent with Ash Wednesday which actually coincides this year with Valentine's Day, yeah. the 14th of February. <laughs> um, so that's an early entry into that season. And, uh, you know, as you say, Easter itself is at the end of March. So there's quite a, quite a lot happening yeah. uh, in the coming weeks. Yeah. And today we had our installation of a new Dean of Chewham up there in the northwest, uh, just over the border in County Galway. We have a new Dean of Chewham, and I hope to be talking to her over the next weeks or so and bring her to you on Claire FM. And it's been a position that's been vacant for a little while, so it's good that uh, we have a new Dean there. Great. And just casting our vision a little further afield, I know last week you were chatting with our Vatican correspondent with Colm, and he gave you a great overview and insight into all that was happening on, on the worldwide stage. And I see that in the course of all of that, a little bit of controversy is happening over there as well within the church whereby before Christmas, special instruction was given to all the bishops of the world regarding the blessing of people who might be in irregular unions, whether that's from divorce or maybe gay union or whatever. And that has caused some controversy among some circles within the church itself and some opposition from some bishops worldwide as well. But I see in the past week there's a clarification given on that. And the clarification simply states that really what this is, if a person asks for a simple blessing, they're entitled to a simple blessing. And, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Anybody that comes to God looking for a blessing, I think, is more than welcome. That's that's part of the, the kernel of revelation. So I can't really understand why it has caused this controversy, but it's making like life a little difficult for the special theologian that the Pope has appointed to be head of the doctrine of faith because he was a friend and a colleague of Pope Francis's in Argentina. 
But this has stirred up a huge bit of controversy because in his early career as priest, he had written what some conservatives now call pornography, which actually wasn't. But I think what he was doing was talking about the depth of passion that is within the human being and the way it expresses itself in a union. And look back at the Bible. The, the, song of, the book of the Song of Songs is exactly that. Yeah. You know. But anyway, those little things are happening in yeah. the background. I mean, when you put that in light of all that is happening within our world and the, the terrible tragedies and the conflicts that are happening, and uh, really my heart goes out to those endeavouring to try and bring some sort of resolution on the worldwide stage, especially over the whole Israel-Gaza thing and the ramifications that that's having worldwide. Yeah, you know, it's, it's so depressing at the moment, isn't it, when we look at the world events going on and uh, the, the conflict and the violence that there is. But uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, what can we do? It, you know, I can't... It's not for us to find a solution. All we can do is pray for it, I suppose. That's that. That's it, about opening up. And I suppose in putting tonight's programme together, uh, what struck me was um, I came across this piece, this interview that we have with uh, Professor uh, Jill Goulding uh, on her new book, which is uh, about... Pope Francis and his pontificate, and especially on the theme of mercy that he seems to be uh, referring to constantly. And, you know, when you analyse it, like, you know, mercy we think is about uh, forgetting what is done, but no, it's, it's a much deeper thing. It's about conversation with God. It's about when we pray, Lord, have mercy. We're asking, I suppose, if you like, uh, petitioning God just to be merciful. And what she's saying is that Francis is trying to say, look, at all of us need to reflect some of that mercy in our dealings with one another. And especially maybe even in the political sphere, that we, we can't be hard of heart. We have in some way to soften and to be compassionate and understanding. And when I was uh, putting that together, I, I also dipped back into a programme that we, it didn't air, but we had do, I had done some work for, which is the musical of A Carousel by Rodgers and Hammerstein, because actually that's what this whole uh, musical is about. It's about redemption. It's about a character uh, who's a bit of a villain, but dies and then tries to make up for what he had done and, you know, show that, you know, there is a good side to him and that there is his call when he meets the star maker to reform is heard and is answered and he is quite merciful and it explores all of that theme and we'll hear about that and, and the wonderful music of Richard Rogers in that show later on. Very good. Well, I look forward to hearing that, Jerry. So, Stephen, I think we have nearly run out of our time for this uh, this week, but we'll chat again next week. Please yeah, we run out of time and uh, mince pies, I think. Uh, uh, yes. Okay, we, we okay, had, okay. You'll be pleased to know that uh, we bulk purchased a whole load of mince pies <laughs> before, they went, yeah, yeah, before they were replaced in the shops by the uh, hot cross buns and the Easter eggs. So you've got a few more of these to eat yet. But uh, anyway, very nice to see you. Great to be back in Kilrush. And, uh, and thank you for joining us and for inviting us for the party here. <laughs> Thanks, Stephen, uh, we'll play out maybe with the Beatles tune. Here's huh? one of their, their hits. Actually, it wasn't number one, but it's always been a favourite of mine. Penny yeah, Lane. Very good. Thank you, Jerry. Penny Lane, there is a barber showing photographs. 
In Matthew's Gospel, one of the Beatitudes of Jesus tells us, Happy the merciful, they shall have mercy shown them. Mercy has been a constant theme of Pope Francis's pontificate. Professor Jill Goulding has written a biography on Pope Francis where she emphasizes this theme of his pontificate. Pat Coyle of the Jesuit Communications Centre spoke recently with Jill Goulding and asked her to explore the theme of mercy as Pope Francis sees it. This is what Pope Francis is. This is the lens through which he sees everything, the merciful reality of God. And so I, in this book, I come to a very 
this is a very theological term, I talk about ultimately in the sort of centre of the book, I talk about a Trinitarian ontology of mercy. Now, what that means is that mercy is integral to how the Trinity lives. It's not just God shows mercy to us, but mercy is the reality at the heart of God. And then I enter into a little discussion with a particularly important theologian. But I start off here. One of my sisters read the preface just the day before yesterday, and she said, I didn't know you had fractured your spine. And I said, yes, that was just after I'd written this book. After you'd written this book on mercy, you fractured your spine? I know, after I drafted it. But it was an experience for me of God's mercy in and through other people, as it were. So what I do is I just try and lay out how it seems to me that Pope Francis is engaging here. I talk about a foundations for a dialogue on mercy, which really is quarrying all Pope Francis's addresses and conferences, etc., homilies and that sort of thing, giving a sense, a great breadth of how he understands mercy. Then I talk about, and your listeners might particularly like this, chapter two focuses on the Ignatian foundations for mercy, because it's very rooted in uh, the spiritual exercise, St. Ignatius Lola. Then I make a sort of a bridge between two and three by speaking about the sacred heart and devotion to the sacred heart and link into the specific really uh, Christological or Christ-like underpinnings of mercy. Mm-hmm. A penultimate chapter is the Trinitarian horizon, because that's very much an area of my focus. I teach Trinity and ecclesiology. And then engaging ecclesiological ramifications. In other words, what are the consequences for the church? And I look at that both within the Roman Curia and in the rest of the world. And also, too, raises up how Pope Francis sees politics is through the lens of mercy. And that, so the world international stage, he's looking at it, and particularly when there's great sort of violence and terrorism and the use of religion in that way, he's clearly opposed to that. But he also tries to indicate the importance of us looking at the reality of people's fears again and in a sense why we seem to be in a little bit of a karma stage now but why this sudden outpouring of terrorism you know why the need for violence etc he i also talk about his relationships with young people and how he puts before them the the challenge of life in a way that they can relate to often talking about football teams and such. (laughs) But within this, what I hope to do is help people to see that mercy isn't just about sacraments of reconciliation. It is about that, but there's so much more involved. And that what Pope Francis is calling us to is to have a merciful heart towards one another. And again, that links into the sindal process. If we listen at depth to one another... I think that sense of mercy will become apparent to us because we will hear other people's fears and concerns 
and joys and sorrows. And that brings us into glimpsing just a little of how God sees us. There we heard from Professor Jill Goulding speaking with Pat Coyle of the Jesuit Communications Office about Jill's biography of Pope Francis, where she emphasises the theme of mercy running right through his pontificate.
Carousel is a second musical by the team of Richard Rogers and Oscar Hammerstein II. The musical, first produced in 1945, was adapted from Ferenc Molnar's 1909 play Lilium, and it transplanted its original Budapest setting to the main coastland in the United States. In 1999, Time magazine named Carousel the best musical of the 20th century. This evening, we're dipping into some of the background and musical numbers from this fabulous show. And we start with its very opening, the Carousel Waltz. This replaced the overture, which was the norm for most shows, and instead featured on the stage a pantomime around the fairground, and it introduces us to some of the main characters that we're going to see as the story unfolds in the musical. The music of Richard Rogers evokes the fairground setting and sets the scene for some of the drama that the musical will unfold. music there of Richard Rogers and the Carousel Waltz. Richard Rogers once wrote that of all the musicals he wrote, Carousel was his personal favourite. In adapting the musical Carousel from the original play Lilium, Richard Rogers and Oscar Hammerstein transferred the setting to the New England coastline of the United States, where Carousel takes place. The story tells of the roguish carnival barker Billy Bigelow and mill worker Julie Jordan, both loners, who meet and fall in love. Their marriage ends up costing both their jobs and things go downhill from there. Billy's desperation makes him violent against those he loves most and drives him to commit crimes in order to provide for his family. And yet, the musical manages to evoke sympathy for Billy. The show provides us with some of Rogers and Hammerstein's most iconic pieces, including Mr. Snow, June is Busting Out All Over, and the iconic You'll Never Walk Alone. Towards the start of the show, as we're introduced to Billy Bigelow and Julie Jordan, we meet them sitting on a park bench, as they dream and discuss the possibility of if they fell in love, 
what would it be like? This iconic song, which lasts over seven minutes, known as the Bench Song, this is often viewed as being one of the masterpieces of Rodgers and Hammerstein in their writing and putting together a scene where two people tentatively discuss the possibility of falling in love and their dreams for each other. We listen to an extract from this show now, uh, from the 2018 Broadway cast production. Here are the voices of Jesse Muller and Joshua Henry playing the roles of Julie Jordan and Billy Bigelow. Suppose I was to say to you that I'd marry you. You wouldn't marry anyone like me, would you? Yes, I would. If I loved you. It wouldn't make any difference what you... Even if I died for it. But how do you know what you'd do if you loved me? How you'd feel or anything? I don't know how I know. Hmm. <laughs> Just the same. I know how I... How it'd be if I loved you. When I worked in the mill, weaving at the loom, I'd gaze absent-minded at the roof. And half the time the shadow would tangle in the threads And the warp would get mixed with the woof If I loved you But you don't No, I don't But somehow I can see Just exactly how I One of the great challenges that Rodgers and Hammerstein faced in putting the show Carousel together was how to transform the darkness of the original play Lilium into a story that would provide hope against the background of redemption. And that essentially is what Carousel does. For all the badness that is in Billy Bigelow, right throughout the show we see him struggling with his good self. He has fallen in love with Julie Jordan knows she is a good person and probably doesn't deserve him. And when he finds out that Julie is pregnant, we see Billy, we see Billy confronting the news 
and wondering what it will be like to be a father in the marvellously structured song, The Soliloquy, sung here for us by Joshua Henry. I wonder what he'll think of me I guess he'll call me the old man I guess he'll think I can lick every other fella's father Well, I can I bet that he'll turn out to be The spitting image of his dad But he'll have more common sense Than his pudding-headed father ever had I'll teach him to wrestle and dive through a wave when we go in the mornings for our swim His mother can teach him the way to behave, but she won't make a sissy out of him Not him, not my boy, not Bill Bill my boy Bill, I will see that he's named after me. I will. My boy Bill, he'll be tall and as tough as a tree. Will Bill, like a tree, he'll grow with his head held high and his feet planted firm on the ground. And you won't see nobody dare to try to boss him or toss him around. Baggy-eyed bully who boss him around I don't give a damn what he does As long as he does what he likes He can sit on his tail or work on a rail With a hammer, a hammer in spikes He can ferry a boat on a river Or pedal a pack on his back Or work up and down the streets of a town With a whip and a horse and a hack He can haul a scow along a canal Run a cow around a corral or maybe bark for a carousel Of course, it takes talent to do that well He might be a champ of the heavyweights Or a fella that sells you glue Or president of the United States That'd be all right too <laughs> His father would like that But he wouldn't be president unless he wanted to be Not Bill let us tough as a tree Will Bill Like a tree he'll grow With his head held high And his feet planted firm on the ground And you won't see nobody dare to try To boss him or toss him around No fat bottom flabby faced Pot-bellied banky-eyed bastard Will boss him around I'm damned if he'll marry his boss's daughter A skinny-lipped virgin with blood like water Who'll give him a peck and call it a kiss And look in his eyes through a lorgnette Say, why am I carrying on like this? My kid ain't even been born yet <laughs> I can see him when he's 17 or so And starting in to go with a I can give him lots of pointers, very sound On the way to get around any girl I can tell him, wait a minute 
could it be? What the hell? What if he is a girl? Bill! Oh, Bill! What would I do with her? What could I do for her? A bum with no money! You can have fun with a son, but you gotta be a father to a girl. She mightn't be so bad at that. A kid with ribbons in her hair. A kind of sweet and petite little tin type of a mother. What a pain. My little girl, sweet and light as peaches and cream is she. My little girl is African as bright as girls are meant to be. Dozens of boys pursue her, many a likely does what he can to her from her faithful dad. She has a few pink and white young fellas of two or three, but my little girl gets hungry every night and she comes home to me. I've got to get ready before she comes. I've got to make certain that she won't be dragged up in slums with a lot of bums like me. She's got to be sheltered and fed and dressed in the best that money can buy. A few years ago, I was fortunate to be in New York City when the Lincoln Centre for Performing Arts was putting on a limited four productions of Carousel. This was a very special production. It was semi-staged, just a basic set on the stage of the Avery Fisher Hall with the New York Philharmonic Orchestra and a specially chosen cast, a mix of singers from the world of Broadway and the world of opera. I secured my ticket, which was way up in the gods, looking down on the magnificent space. The orchestra formed part of the backdrop with the actress performing at the front of the stage. But the power and the combination of a great musical, excellent direction and singing brought you deep into the world of the fraught love story of Billy Bigelow and Julie Jordan. I'll never forget the scene that originates that powerful anthem that is known now throughout the world. You'll never walk alone. 
here we have a pregnant Julie Jordan, played by Broadway veteran Kelly O'Hara, holding the dead body of her husband, Billy. And she is comforted by her aunt, Nettie Fowler, played by the opera singer, Stephanie Blythe. You could hear a pin drop in the vast theatre at that moment, as Nettie silently reaches out to Julie. The director of the production captured for me, as never before, that deeply poignant moment, when just as Judy starts to sing the song and breaks down crying, her aunt touches Julie's head, takes up the song and warmly sings, When you walk through a storm, hold your chin up high. In the dark moment of all our lives, we need that support and reminder to walk on, walk on, with hope in your heart. When you walk through a storm, keep your chin up high, and don't be afraid of the dark. At the end of the storm is a After Billy dies, he is taken up to the next world, where he meets the star maker, representing God. A good part of the second act of Carousel is taken up with the encounter of Billy with the star maker and his assistant in heaven, and Billy's struggle to make amends, especially to his wife Julie and his now-born daughter Louise. Billy is allowed to return to Earth for one day, 15 years later, and he encounters the daughter he never knew. He can see her and Julie 
but they can't see him. Louise is a lonely, friendless teenager, her father's reputation having haunted her throughout her young life. Yet, Billy is able to instill in both the child and her mother a sense of hope. This culminates at the end of the show, when Louise graduates from school and the graduation song that is sung is You'll Never Walk Alone. The encounter between the deceased Billy and his wife Julie and daughter Louise has strong echoes of the Christian belief in the communion of the saints. This connection between our deceased and ourselves, where the bonds of love and affection are never broken or separated. The show ends with the graduation ceremony for Louise as she leaves school. And in that encounter, we see that hope is instilled in her heart and in the heart of Julie. Once again, this classic song, which has become an anthem for the Liverpool football team, is also an anthem for all of us on our journey of life. May we walk with hope in our hearts. When you walk through a storm, keep your chin up high. And don't be afraid of the dark at the end of the storm is a Sunday evening for a little reflection brought to us this week by Father Liam Lawton on the topic of hope.
The Hope Prayer Lord, when a darkened sky surrounds me and sets upon my life, and the graying mist still lingers and haunts the coming night, let me find hope. And the cry of hearts and sorrows still echo in my heart, and I cannot face the evening and tomorrow is too far. Let me find hope. Let me find hope in different form and guise, in the warm embrace of lovers, in a sign from listening eyes, in the silence of a stranger who utters not a word, but comes to walk beside me and heart to heart reverbs. Let me find hope in the trusting of a child, in the silent pride of parents, or the rest of those retired, in hands that lift the weary, in fingers bent in prayer, signs of resurrection devoid of all despair. Let me find hope in the smallest simple ways, in the changing of the seasons in the birthing in the clay, in dew that cleanses morning, in dusk that calms the day. Let me find hope when children sleep contented, far from fear and dread, and peace is no illusion, but spins a silver thread where you are waiting, not far from heaven's edge. Let me find hope before my soul departs. Faith, hope, and love, your gift to every hopeful heart. up your eyes, let your heart awake, be ready to meet what the day may send, and be ready to greet every man as a friend. Nobody knows what a power you've found, so do what you can for the others around. Carry them high when they seem to be low as on your way 
there of Daniel O'Donnell and before that we heard from Father Liam Lawton which is a reflection on hope and as we journey through this month of January may your hope be strengthened. Well we've come near enough to the conclusion of our Sunday evening edition of Beyond Belief here on Clare FM for this Sunday. Father Jerry Kenny thanking you for your company and our thanks to our guests uh, to Pat Coyle of the Jesuit Communication Centre in conversation with Professor Jill Goulding, to my colleague Stephen Fletcher for our chat earlier and for producing tonight's programme. As we leave you, we remind you that you can download the podcast of this programme and of Sunday Prayer, which is broadcast on Sunday mornings at around quarter to eight on Clare FM, from the catch-up facility at the Clare FM website or app. Father Jerry Kenny here, wishing you a very peaceful night and safe journey through the coming week. Sláin agus Bannacht.